We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. All right, well... That was strange. That was strange. The Dallas Mavericks come into Oracle Arena tonight and win 126-91. to It was a game that wasn't competitive at all for four quarters. The Warriors played without Steph Curry. They played without Andrew Bogut. They played without Sean Livingston. Nevertheless, this was a game they were never in. You're listening to the Warriors wrap-up, brought to you by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Matt Steinmetz and John Dickinson from Oracle Arena tonight, and I, I didn't have this one. Uh, I didn't have this one, JD. I know that. Stephen Curry took the night off. Sean Livingston took the night off. Andrew Bogut took the night off, and everybody else for the Warriors took the night off. I mean, it ends up being a 35-point difference, 126-91. It wasn't even that close tonight it really wasn't I mean the Warriors were down by 43 points late in the game before they end up going on a run they never led think about that a wire-to-wire game where you lose by 35 and trail by as many as 43 when you're still starting Clay Thompson Kevin Durant Draymond Green and DeMarcus Cousins against a team that picked up their 29th victory it, it, it's an absolute stunner We've said that a couple of different times this year. I mean, I was blown away at the way the Warriors lost the game against Phoenix in this building, essentially at full strength. But we always talk about it. You take one player away, and everything gets completely out of whack for this team. You take Stephen Curry, a two-time MVP, away, and and the guy that that still he's the straw that stirs the drink for this Warriors team above all others. And you take him away, and and the Warriors just they had nothing. They, they had nothing again in this building, as has been the case far too many times this season. Yeah. 888-957-9570. I'd love to know what you made of this one. And I'm not sure myself what I'm, what I'm making of it. I don't know if this is one you just don't even think about or you do think about it and not basically say, well, just because Steph Curry didn't play, I'm going to give everybody – uh, kind of the benefit of the doubt, but this was not a good effort. And you know, it's just it's it's so funny this game, JD, because before the game, I didn't really see. <laughs> I just really didn't see Dallas. I don't think they were able to win the game. I didn't think they wanted to win the game. They haven't been trying to win for the most part for about a month and a half. Yeah, and so the Warriors come out, and the funny thing is, I, I didn't think Dallas could win, but about midway through the second quarter, I'm looking out on the floor. And I think this is when I texted you and said, this is crazy, but I don't think the Warriors can win this game. It just it, – it, and, and I'm usually the last one to say, well, this game's over. But I said that in the second quarter. I said, this is over. They're not, they, they're not interested tonight. Yeah, you declared the game over at 60-34 to 34 
in the second quarter. Yeah. I went ahead and made okay. a, a note of it just in case something funny happened. I could bring it back at you. But I mean, sixty to thirty-four. I mean, the Mavs weren't even getting started at that I point know on their I way to what was again eventually a forty-three point lead. The Warriors had a nine-one run at the end to make it thirty-five from forty-three. I mean, it just it it, it was it, just incredible almost. You know, it was ten. And then it got to 14 and back to 9 and then back to 15. It just never stopped going up. And there was a moment right around when it was 26 and you said, hey, I just don't think I don't think they're even going to make a run tonight where, where I, I think I hit you as the game went on. And I thought, you know, I keep thinking that they've reached a low point for right. tonight and yet it keeps getting worse and not just the score. But some of the individual plays, just right. some of the turnovers and the, the way that they were playing, I mean, it, it looked like they knew they just didn't have it tonight early and that the you know, getting through the game at some point was going to be a, a bit of a slog. The only positive I'll say, Steiny, I'm going to use a baseball analogy, as I love to do from time to time. All right. Because the Warriors are playing in this building tomorrow, it's basically like a baseball game. There's another one tomorrow. Right. There's another one tomorrow, and you're playing a better team, and Stephen Curry's coming back. So even if other players are, are going to be rested, it almost has that baseball feel of, well, you get beat 13-1, to and, nope, another one tomorrow. Show up and strap them on and try to go get a win. 888-957-9570, the number, the Warriors, 126-91 losers to the Dallas Mavericks here at Oracle Arena. Kevin Durant tonight, 9 for 25. He finishes with 25 points, but 9 for 25, including 0 for 8 from three-point range. Let's take a listen to what Kevin Durant said after this one. Oh, I mean, we ain't played great defense, obviously. I mean, the first quarter, they felt like they made every single shot, and that got them going. And on top of that, we couldn't get any shots to go down. Kevin, what do you think has been the issue the last couple of games? These slow starts, you know, really poor shooting percentage from the floor. Like, what do you think has been the issue? I don't know. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I really think it is just us as missing shots, um, and that's something I can't pinpoint for everybody. Uh, but you know, I'm confident that we'll start knocking them down here soon. Is it a little strange to you that you guys have been so good at home uh, throughout, and this year there's been like these games like this? Is it just odd, weird, a weird feeling? Can you explain it at all? Uh, it's not odd at all. I mean, I think everybody in that locker room has gotten their <laughs> beat at home before. You know, we <laughs> um, don't want to. I know this experience, you know, is different. You know, the, how much winning we we've. Uh, We've uh, done the last few years, but, I mean, we're still in the NBA, you know what I'm saying? And guys have been a part of terrible games uh, along with the, the, the great games as well. So good thing about it, we play tomorrow night too. What did you think of the Dirk send-off, and do you just have any kind of thoughts on, you know, if that is the last time you played him? Has Dirk retired yet? I feel like, I feel like everybody pushing him out the league. Um, so I'll wait till he makes his uh, official announcement to really comment on that. But he looks great. <laughs> he looked great tonight. Yeah, Dirk Nowitzki did look great tonight. Even if he wasn't moving great, he still shoots it great. Eight for 14, five for eight from the line, 21 points in 26 minutes. And he knocked down his first four shots for a quick 10 points yeah. and set the tone like it was the mid-2000s. Yeah, he really did. And uh, 
he wasn't the only guy shooting the ball well tonight. The, the Dallas Mavericks go 21 for 49 wow. from three-point range. And uh, Doncic, four for 11. Maxi Kleber was four for six. Trey Burke was uh, two for four. Ryan Brokoff was two for four. Everybody chipped in. And, and why don't you take the other side of it while the – Mavericks were 21 for 49. Why don't you talk about the Warriors? Yeah, the Warriors wound up 4 for 30 from three-point range tonight, 13%. The Warriors outscored, think about this, from the three-point line. For all the nights that the Warriors get it done from behind the arc, the Warriors outscored 63 to 12 from the three-point line tonight and a 51-point difference. They got outshot by 51 points at the three-point line in a game they lost by 35. Pretty incredible. Really, really and you know, And you know, who's, you know who's pretty good in this building that I think the Warriors you know, may be glad he's not playing in this building anymore? Who's that? Luka Doncic. I mean, he put on a little bit of a show back in December before he left that game in the fourth quarter with a little bit of an injury. And you could tell, bright lights guy. I mean, in Oracle, playing against the champs. You could. I thought Dirk tweaked it up a little bit for the beginning of the game. It, it looked like Doncic wanted to put on a show in front of the best team in the world. Doncic, 23. He had triple-double tonight. 23 points. What do you have? 11 rebounds and, uh, and 10 assists. And uh, just, just to keep it all in perspective, uh, his rookie kind of running mate, Trey Young tonight with 32 and 11. And the game winner. A couple of good players. Yeah, they really are. A couple are. of good players. They really are. Actually, Doncic is really, really good. The thing, the thing that's pretty amazing about him, J.D., he must be bigger than you think he is because he's not fast. Uh, I, I, he's not slow. He's, he's got a deceptive first step. But he's able to, when he, when he crosses over or when he steps back, he can create a lot of space because he's big. And so he's – and he's – Showed tonight, he's got deep range. Yeah, and 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 six seven. I don't know if he's all of six seven, but he plays closer to six seven than than maybe a guy that's six four six five. See, I think I think he plays big. Yeah, he does. That's what I mean. Yeah, he plays. Yeah, he. Pl- I, yeah, I think he. I don't know if he is six seven. He's listed at six seven, but I. But I'm with you. I think he plays like a legit small forward kind of a body. Yeah, no. Whether he has that in the bag or not. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. The guy, you know who also should be retiring soon? Devin Harris, right? I he, mean, he's he's got to be out of the league pretty soon, right? It, well, he I mean, not, he, hell, not, he was on the We Believe, uh, you know, he, the We Believe team that got uh, that got the Mavericks. He knocked down a three at, at one point, and I thought, wow, that's that's Devin Harris of a decade ago, yeah. right there. I mean, it was it was that it was an odd night uh, in that it was, respect. It was, Totally strange. A lot of strange stuff happening tonight. Uh, Warriors shoot 40% from the field, as J.D. said, uh, four for 30. Four for 30 uh, from three-point range. And just a game that nobody really expected. Now, tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons come in. I guess what's going to be interesting to see tomorrow is everybody's expecting Curry to play. Will there be other players who sit out uh, tomorrow? That's kind of what... You know, what I'd like to see, and then can they respond after a loss like uh, like tonight? Let's take a listen to uh, Draymond Green. Draymond Green tonight, two for four, six points, three rebounds, 
two assists, Draymond Green post game. Oh, you kind of sense the injury wasn't there. That's kind of normal in a game like that. Uh, didn't really sense we lose by 40. John, you mentioned the energy was off. Did that have anything to do with the fact that Steph wasn't playing tonight, or was it something else? Nah, it just has something to do with the fact that, you know, sometimes you have games where, you know, playing against that team isn't going to get you up. So you got to find the energy somewhere else we didn't. It's been a common theme this season, not being able to wake up for those games. Why do you think that's been a problem for you guys? I don't know. You guys have been so good at home. Is it weird to, like, lose games like this? I mean, the, the Boston game, the Phoenix game. Is it weird to see it happening when you guys have such a good history here? Oh, it is weird. I mean, you know, you expect to. Games you're supposed to win at home, you expect to win them. I've had quite a few letdowns this year at home. I agree. Not the uh, not the most talkative, as you would figure. Neither was Kevin Durant. Vintage Kevin Durant, though, tonight, don't you think? Yeah. You know, you can say a couple words about Nowitzki. He hasn't retired yet. I'm not going to do it. It just, to me, is, is kind of uh, uh, vintage Kevin Durant. It really was. Uh, by the way, just looking around the, uh, the scoreboard tonight, the Jazz win. Uh, so they'll move up in the standings. Warriors and, uh, dipped to second. Yes, they did. As well. I didn't even think. I'm, like, That's I'm just another ca- thing that comes out of tonight. The Warriors now in second place in the Western Conference. And so, yeah, well, well, I'll let you kind of run down the, the rest of it there. That's about it. But, yeah, Denver at 49-22 and 22 is a half game up on the Warriors, and they have to, at this point, pass the Warriors because the Warriors would have the tiebreaker. Teams play again coming up in, what, nine days uh, on April the 2nd uh, in this building on a Tuesday night. But, yeah, you look at it right now, and San Antonio is eight, the Clippers are seven, Utah is six, so the Warriors would play the Clippers – in a 2-7 matchup if the season ended tonight, and uh, the Warriors would then play the Rockets in the second round or the Jazz, whoever wins that I think what's, what's interesting is in each of the last three days, they would have had a different first-round opponent had the playoffs started on that particular day. So I think we're still early enough not to pay a lot of attention to it, but – the, the fact of the matter now, J.D., is you got to kind of keep an eye on the top of the West now, too, not just the bottom, uh, if, if the Warriors are going to kind of limp uh, limp into the postseason. You know, the one, the one thing I think becomes a factor on a night like tonight where they don't have Curry, Clay can't make a shot, Durant's a volume shooter, you, you really do see, I think, the, the limitations of the bench and – even if, even if, you know, you're going to play these guys in quote-unquote garbage time, um, the, the longer you play them, the less likely they're going to be to give you something positive. Uh, they, they really, when, you know, you talk about players like Quinn Cook, you talk about even Jarebko, McKinney, uh, I'm going to throw Jordan Bell in there. I'm not going to throw Looney in there, but I'm going to put Jordan Bell in there. I don't know that you can play them more than six or eight minutes in a playoff game. Yeah, I mean, it always comes down to guys that are specialists versus guys that you trust as full-blown rotation players. And I think the Warriors have a lot of guys that 
are specialists that can help you in a certain way here or there for a very short period of time versus having a guy that you feel comfortable playing 24-plus minutes as a, a full-time member of your rotation. And, and I'm with you. I think Looney is a guy that the Warriors do trust in certain matchups that way. Uh, and I think certainly they trust Iguodala and Livingston in that way in the playoffs. But you're right. Everybody else, it's it's kind of a coin flip as far as the level of production that you're going to get. And, and look, let's be honest. I mean, Stephen Curry, just you lose Stephen Curry, everything changes. And I know you, you know there's a, a faction of people out there that are probably thinking, what are you talking about, J.D.? You got Clay Thompson and DeMarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. How can it be this bad? And you know what? It's hard for me to find an answer to that question. Well, it's funny. I was talking to Tim Roy at halftime, and I said, oh, brother, what do you think? And, and, um, you know, he said, well, Steph Curry, he just makes such a big difference. And my first thought, of course, was, well, gosh, does he make this much difference? Uh, But what I'm getting at is – there are things that change that you don't even know. Uh, the spacing changes. Uh, it doesn't seem like they can make as many shots in a row as they normally do uh, when he's in the game. So um, it's it's just different without Steph Curry. And I guess the the other bright side, or at least uh, you know bright bright side of things, was Cousins was pretty good tonight. Uh, but they had to they had to go milk him. So. Uh, They couldn't milk him enough on a night like tonight, let's put it that way. No, not when you get down as big as the Warriors got down quickly in this game. I mean, it was 14-2, it was 25-10, it was 30-12, it was 35-16, and and it wound up only being 37-22 at the end of the first quarter. But you thought, man, uh, you almost felt like the Warriors were a little bit fortunate to only be down 15, but the Mavs immediately pushed it up to 21 and then 22 and then 23 and then before you know it middle of the second quarter it was 56 to 30 and again Dallas wasn't even done at that point all right 888-957-9570 is the number the Golden State Warriors take one on the chin tonight 126 91 you are listening to the Warriors wrap-up show presented by realtor.com your home for home search Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson with the Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com. Your home for home search. <laughs> I mean, I, I got to tell you, I didn't see this one coming. Warriors get hammered tonight, 126-91. Warriors' worst home loss in 12 years. So you got to go back to 2007, the last time uh, the Warriors got beat by... No, this badly. I saw, a, I saw a stat, the worst loss against Dallas since 1985. 1985. Wow. Wow. Uh, let's go to Lee. Lee's in Santa Clara. How you doing, Lee? Good to hear from you. Well, I'm doing okay, but this, this team, I, I just can't figure them out. You know, just when we think they've flipped the proverbial switch, it's happened three times in the past, what, two weeks, they come out and they get obliterated the next game. Happened with the Celtics, happened with Phoenix, and happened with Dallas tonight. I think Dallas's record on the road coming into tonight was six and thirty. I mean, they they stink. They're, they're you know one of the worst teams in the league, and it's just 
maddening. It's like this Warriors team will show what they can do for a couple of games. They're like, yeah, we showed you. Now we're just going to kind of go back to coasting. And then my, my second thought is I really wonder what Joe Lacob is thinking right now. I mean, he's trying to sell very, very expensive seats to a brand-new arena with a team that shows it really doesn't care about the regular season. I, I really wonder, you know, somebody who's going to invest in season tickets, I, I wouldn't do it, you know. So Really? It's, it's frustrating. So, well, anyway, thanks. That's all I got, you guys. Thanks, Lee. Appreciate the call. That sounds very – and Lee – we know Lee. That sounds pretty tough, though. I mean, you know what I mean? Three titles in four years, working on a five. I mean, uh, working on a fourth and five, I should say. Um, what's Joe Lacob thinking? I'm, I'm thinking he's still thinking they're going to win it this year. That's yeah. what I think he's thinking. By the way, Lee and uh, all the calls brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers, the best since 1952. I, I just can't. The reason that I can't get all worked up about this is because Curry didn't play. And I just feel like, yes, they've played without Curry before. But but tonight's game almost got to a point, J.D., where it felt like the Warriors thought, well, this is even going to be too much work to try to get back in the game. So, But yeah. I'm talking like in the second quarter. In the quarter. second quarter. Yeah, so. Yeah, like, well, you know what? Game tomorrow, is it really worth the effort? Exactly. To even try and fight to come back and make a run. Because Dallas has shown that if you do make a run, they might actually crumble. Right. And, and it may become a game where they take their foot off the gas a little bit as right. a team that's trying to fight to keep their own draft pick. Yeah. But it was never even close to that being a thought no. in the game tonight from, like you said, really the early part of the second quarter on. Yeah, let's go to uh, Dre in Oakland. Hey, Dre. Hey, guys. How's it going tonight? Going well. Hey, um, just as a season ticket holder, I'm absolutely sick to my stomach. And I hope the Warriors are listening, the players, because you know what? Why are you sitting Curry on, I get it's a back-to-back, but it's one of the last games ever in Oakland. And he's sitting Curry? That's You know, and Steve Kerr needs to take responsibility for this stuff. Because every time they get blown out like this, and forgive me, I'm 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 a little upset. That's fast for high. A lot of money, and they they cost a lot of money, and they want you know seventy five thousand dollars for Chase Center next year up front. So, you, you know, you sit Curry when fans are coming out to see him, and as these tickets, as the season dwindles down, it gets more expensive. So, I, I mean, I get that they make millions, but we don't. And we got to pay a lot of money for these tickets. And they come out and get blown out and act like they don't care? Come on, man. you got to take responsibility. Steve Kerr should be held accountable. Every player should be held accountable. I, I'm sick to my stomach. And we get the same feel. Oh, they, they can't. you got to give them credit. They came out and fought. Yeah, you know what? You're the champ. You're at home. Don't you feel anything? I, I mean, when you have people over your house, you want to put on the best show you can, regardless and, and they still have four and a half all stars. They should be able to beat Dallas with just KD and Clay. I mean, I, I hope you guys are listening right now. I hope the Warriors are listening because, the, as the fans, we're upset and we're pissed off about this. Thanks a lot, Th- guys. I- Thank you, Dre. Appreciate the call. I, I mean, I, I, I do think there's a certain set. There's a set of fans that look, you know, they view. 
the regular season as it's a game by game, you know, investment basically, right? In, in entertainment investment, right? right. You know, where you want to come out and you want to you want to be entertained, and the Warriors have raised the bar to such a high level in terms of the entertainment dollar and value by the way that they play that I think this is this is hard for for fans to to pallet because you get caught as a fan in between the big picture of what the Warriors right. are trying to do and what you want for your you know entertainment value on a given night or what you feel you're paying for by being a you know ticket holder to a game for this team the one thing I realized early when I was covering the NBA and I think it's the same everywhere home games are more important than road games for the franchise. I know a win counts one on the way, but um, owners do not like when their team gets rolled at home, especially consistently. Now, the Warriors don't get rolled here consistently, but it's happened enough that people have taken notice. And and I don't know. We're going to look. We're going to find out this year whether whether – uh, they were coasting, and that's why they've been blown out in a half a dozen games or so. Uh, or we're going to find out that, you know what, maybe this team has slipped. Maybe it, it, it slipped and it's not the great team that we think. We'll, we'll find out. Robert in Martinez. Hey, Robert. Hey, I just wanted to say we appreciate J.D. taking the time to me and my brother, Robert and David. We were talking to you courtside tonight. Nice. And, uh, Hey, J.D., we wanted to continue our conversation. Why do you think we don't show up, our whole team? is If we don't have everybody in the starting lineup, we tend to just take a night off. You know, what's up with that? Yeah, it, it's baffling, and it's something that, that, that Steiny and I have tried to figure out really for the better part of a couple of years because it seems like no matter what, if you take one piece away – the rest of it just can't be held together, even if it's a guy like Iguodala on a given night. But yet the overall talent level is there. It just it, it shouldn't be that way. It's hard to explain, uh, but it, it's just kind of a combination of the Warriors are built on the whole group playing together, and it's difficult if you're subbing one guy out. And, and you know, Quinn Cook all of a sudden is the guy that has to just step in to that Stephen Curry role. It, it's just not going to work out for you every single night, and I think it was a combination of that tonight for the Warriors, coupled with they're just in this weird malaise where they can only seem to focus themselves for two, three, four games, and then they have to have a clunker to refocus themselves for another two or three, four games. Maybe that's just what the dog days are about uh, in late March when you're waiting for the playoffs to start. But I, I always say to you, Steiny, what is it going to cost the Warriors it may very well cost the Warriors the one seed for a second consecutive year, but they may very well say, you know yeah. what, who cares? Because we were able to get it done last year. That may be their statement to, to everybody when it's all said and done, if that winds up being the case. All right, when we come back, we're going to hear from Clay Thompson. The Warriors get beat tonight 126-91. to You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. All right, Matt Steinmetz, John Dickinson, Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com. Your home for home search, 126.91 uh, Dallas. Hammers the Golden State Warriors. Tomorrow night, the Warriors take on the Pistons. Tip-off at 5.30, and you're going to want to be in your seat at 5.30 
because Zaza Pachulia will be getting his championship ring from last year, and the presenter will be Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, who has once again outdunked Zaza Pachulia this year, even though they're not on the same team. Apparently, they still have the dunking competition. Let's hear uh, what the play of the game was tonight. I'm itching to see what they dug up tonight. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Now, here's the play of the game. McKinney looks for Durant. Feeds him on the left sideline and cuts through. Ball to Cousins. Cousins up top. Good fake. Dribbles in on Dodgers. Got fouled. It goes in for a dunk. DeMarcus Cousins hard to the rim. And a two-hand slam. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. And here's the nicer thing. You don't even have to remember that. And the reason you don't have to remember it is because there's a game tomorrow. So you got to remember the play of the game tomorrow, then call in Monday at 10.30 to Guru and my show. Uh, tell us what the play of the game is from Detroit, and uh, you win $100. But anyway, that was a nice dunk by uh, DeMarcus Cousins. Uh, let's hear from Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson, he struggled tonight, but he wasn't the only warrior. Clay Thompson. I mean, when you shoot 13% from three, that's never a positive. And uh, our defense rotations weren't that great. And let one get away. And just got to regroup and win tomorrow. You guys have been so good at home. And this year you've had some bumps. You know you want that home court advantage. So when you lose a game like this, how do you look back on it and say, what do you think did go wrong and what's been the issue at home games, some of the home games this year, you think? Um, I don't know. I mean, like we lost some, a lot of home games this year for our standard. In the past, you know, when you lose one or two a year, the expectation's a lot greater. So I don't think we're that bad at home. But um, you don't want to look back on this game. We have a game tomorrow, so the only thing we can do at this point is look forward and bounce back tomorrow with, you know, 10 games left. We still have a chance to solidify ourselves number one. They hit 21-3. How much of that was defensive breakdowns? Uh, it was their offense, and it was our breakdowns. It was a combination of both. And, um, yeah, it was not good. Clay, what do you take away from Dirk's final game at Oracle and just what he's been able to do this season? I mean, the fact that he's still out there competing, it's very impressive. The man's been playing NBA basketball longer than a lot of guys in this league have been alive. So we're dearly going to miss him from an NBA fan standpoint and competitor. He is uh, one of all-time greats, and, you know, he deserves to go out on top because he uh, gave this game everything he had. Clay Thompson talking about Dirk Nowitzki. J.D., give it to me. Yeah, just a quick note from uh, Josh Dubow of the AP. Uh, he tweets out, Warriors tied a franchise record, sixth home loss by 20 or more. They also did it in 1996-97 when they played in San Jose. So what you could say is they've never lost as many 20-point games at Oracle as this year. Yeah. So even during some 19-63 and 63 years or 17-65 and 65 years here at Oracle Arena, they never had six blowout losses to this degree. That, to me, is is very, very startling. Bud in Oakland. What's up, Bud? Hey, how y'all doing this evening, man? Going well, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for calling and listening. 
Hey, so, you know, I really think some of these callers are, like, blowing it out of proportion, for real, you know. They, like, Fair. losing their heads. Um, you can't be mad at the franchise for sticking somebody. I mean, we're how many games away from the, the playoffs? And everybody knows that they're talking about their fans, their fans. Don't just be talking about your fan and then you talk about how much money you spent on your ticket. Be a fan and know that at the end of the day, we're trying to still win the championship. So, yeah, if you're mad about the blowout loss at home, okay, we can all accept that. You know what I mean? But you can't be mad that, that, that they're going to sit a star player. Uh, you know, I remember when the Warriors didn't even make the playoffs. I remember when you could go to the Warriors game for a couple of bucks. And the Warriors have come a long way. So, you know, I just want the people out there that is listening to remember that. If you are a real fan, be a real fan to the heart. Don't keep on thinking about your dollars and, and what your dollars are going to do. Thanks, Thanks bud. Good Thanks, point. bud. Appreciate the, uh, appreciate the call. Brett, Walnut Creek. What's going on, Brett? What's up, fellas? How we doing tonight? Good. How are you? Hey, uh... I'm doing excellent. I, I, uh, I'm going to concur a little with the last caller, and uh, I, I think there's a big blowout. And, you know, the reality is it's a long season, and, and, and these guys are professional athletes, and they have good days and they have bad days like the rest of us. And I kind of liken it, you know, basketball shooting to, to golf. And you can see a golfer who's good. I don't care if it's Tiger Woods or Justin Thomas or Jordan Spieth. They can look like they're king of the world, and nobody can beat them for three, four, five tournaments in a row. And then all of a sudden they'll miss two cuts. Yeah. Why? Ball sometimes, sometimes the ball doesn't go in the hole. Every now and then, Y.E. Yang beats Tiger Woods. So the fact that the Dallas Mavericks showed up tonight and they played a game, and I think the Warriors a little bit, and, and playing from a, a, let's call it a politically correct perspective and getting people their, their, their due, if they're going to lose a game, heck, lose it by 25. And I know it looks ugly. It ain't fun if you're a fan at that game. But I tell you this much right now, and we've all been in those games. I sometimes rather lose by 25 than by two. Fair enough. Thank you for the call. You know, one of the things that I, – listen, I understand both sides. I understand a season tick. I, you know, I you got to – I'd love to know, for example, J.D., how many of the 18,000 tonight – it was their first game. So I understand the – and we had a call, actually, uh, this morning. But anyway, I understand the people that come out and they don't get a chance to see Curry. Um, but I also get the other side that the Warriors are working on their third title here and they got to do whatever they think is best. Uh, I, what this is pointing out to me this whole season and these losses, it is, it's proof of how hard it is to win three in a row. The, you know, it's like why, it's like people want to say, well, why, why are the Warriors struggling this year? And... I want to turn it around and say, they're not struggling. This is what happens when you try to win three in a row. This is what happens. And to take it a step further, I mean, not just win three in a row, but get to the finals for a fifth consecutive year. I mean, that's just unheard of when you think about it. I mean, winning the last two and three of four, but making it the fourth, you're going to game seven the fourth year, and then now trying to do it a fifth consecutive year. I mean, that just doesn't happen. Right. And there's a reason even that doesn't happen, let alone teams trying to three-peat or win four and five. Right. And I do think as much as some fans might be disappointed, how, how can you not give this team the benefit of the doubt? I mean, how can you not? And And I think this year – I mean, think about last year, J.D. 
Last year, the Houston Rockets win 64 games. The Warriors win 58, and they still win the game. They still win the Western Conference Finals. They still come from 3-2 down. They still win a game seven on the road. They know they can do it even from the number two seed. So I'm at the point, you know, until somebody beats this team in the playoffs, I can't worry about them limping into the postseason. No, and I think the the games just within the last couple of weeks show you. I mean, they go into Houston, and they beat the Rockets, and they play a real buttoned-up, defensively energized game. They do the same thing in Oklahoma City. They, They play that style of game in San Antonio, even though they miss shots and wind up not winning it. They come back here. They they blow a team out. I just think the biggest takeaway is now when they're able to refocus and lock in after a couple of bad losses or a bad loss here or there, it just doesn't last as long as it used to. Like they would, you know what I mean? Like they would, they would lose a game and then they might run off seven or eight in a row or 10 in a row or something like that. Now they lose a game and maybe they're losing to an opponent that you're not used to seeing them lose to. And then they can play pretty well for four or five games before it starts to revert back a little bit. I mean, they're, they're trying to, play beat the clock I think right now to get through these final what 10 games of the season now to get to the end figure out where their seating is going to be figure out where they're going to play they know they're going to have home court in the first two rounds at the very least they know if they can beat Denver in this building coming up on April 2nd they're they're still probably going to have a great shot uh, at the top spot in the Western Conference and and they'll just let the chips fall where they may and and bet that nobody can beat them four out of seven, and, and honestly, I'm still willing to take that bet uh, that that nobody can beat them four out of seven. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to bet against them. Not at this point. Not at this point. Uh, tomorrow night, the Detroit Pistons come in. Tip-off uh, is at 5.30. I've, I'm expecting uh, Steph Curry to play tomorrow night. I don't know if uh, other players will, will get the night off yeah. uh, or not. But uh, you know, Detroit holding a, a four-point lead in Portland right now, down in the last couple of minutes. Okay, Just, so they're they're going to be coming in here and coming in one of those where they're going to play at seven o'clock and then play right. at five thirty, kind of like Phoenix did a couple of weeks ago. So that's not to say that. Uh, you, know, you can't come in here and give the Warriors a decent effort. The Suns were able to do that a couple of weeks ago coming from Portland as well. All right, that's going to do it. The Warriors get beat tonight 126-91 to by the Dallas Mavericks. Tomorrow night they'll take on the Detroit Pistons again at 530. Uh, J.D. and Guru will have the Warriors live show, and it'll be interesting to see what the Guru has to say mm. about this one. Mm-mm-mm. So you want to tune in tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Baseball season is heating up. Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 